It's time for Biscuits and Gravy on KAKU 88.5 FM, Kahului Maui. The voice of Maui. The voice of gravy. What kind of sound was that? You can uh, you can turn me down a little bit. I'm peeking. I'm peeking. Check check. It's so nice to be back in the studio. Shine a light on him. Shine a light on him. Oh yeah. lively audience we have. yeah wow. to you too people throwing their underwear welcome at back us. to the studio all of our live studio audience good morning aloha biscuit tears it is 11 a.m hawaii standard time that can mean one thing and one thing only vince do you know what time it is it means you're riding the gravy train baby it means you're riding the gravy train baby it got it dialed into k-a-k-u k-a-k-u 88.5 the voice of gravy love gravy this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Nothing but home-cooked conversation. The Biscuits and Gravy Show. We got radio smothered and covered. Cooking. Right comedy, pornography, and conspiracies. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the fallen star, Dakota Sky. Uh... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is that the David Pack? That's the David Pack. <laughs> Oh man, this I like David Pacman. My co-host, my cohort, my co something. How are you doing on this bright, glorious Wednesday morning? I'm doing very well. And uh, if you're listening to us live on the radio, I want to remind everybody that you can check us out on Instagram at Biscuits and Gravy eight oh eight. You can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Biscuits and Gravy eight oh eight. You can also find our Patreon on Biscuits and Gravy eight oh eight where we got lots of um bonus content. Yeah. You know what's cool? What's I just, our Patreon? Our what's pa- that? That's our, a bit, we have a tier, right? We have, as you know, Patreons have different levels of tiers, and mm-hmm. uh, we only have one tier. It's the biscuit tier. One's all you need, baby. And it's a dollar, I think, so it's like less than four cents a day, which <laughs> is cheaper than those African kids. Yeah. For less than four cents a day, you can help us You can help buy a starving us artist. gravy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get us one packet of gravy a month. It is so great to be here in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road. I love doing this live show with you, but Vincent Vody, I got a question. It's been on my mind all morning. It's been plaguing me, Vincent Vody. What's and that? And that is, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm feeling so good on a Wednesday because I got to say, as much as I enjoyed doing our show from the Biscuit Bunker... It's nice to be back in the studio. It's nice to be broadcasting live on the air with no safety net. <laughs> yeah. Where anybody could just drop an F bomb at any moment. We're like the Walenza family, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no safety net. Dying in a circus. So, Tony said no F bombs. No F bombs. Mm. Mm. I dropped a fart bomb in my pants. Oh, my God. So I'm addicted to the two for five. Cheddar. Oh, the phone lines are open. So oh. you guys can give us a call, 808-873-3435. Give us a call if you want to talk to us about uh, what it was like recording in the Biscuit Bunker or if we're happy to be back on the radio or you want to tell us where's your favorite place to get a burger on island. Give us mm-hmm. a call. We want to hear from you unless your name is Trout or what was that guy's name? Salmon? 
What was that guy's name who used to call us? <laughs> Marlin. Mar- <laughs> Marlin. <laughs> Old Johnny Salmon. Oh, man. You got some salmon pants on right now. I do. I love my salmon pants, mm. bro. Because mm, <laughs> I swim up river. <laughs> and a shirt that says it's all gravy, baby. Yep. Very important for our radio audience Are to you realize. on camera? Shirley? I'm on camera. We're recording us. I just talked to Channel 55. Oh, yeah. We're so going to be back on, baby. You can see us on the Facebook, too, on Ooh, Facebook Live Marty. on KKU. Uh-huh. Um, so I... You want to hear something crazy, Chuck? The most amount. I had a dream the other night. You don't want to hear about my farts? (laughs) No, I had a dream the other night about... You remember those gummy burgers that we would get when you were a kid? They were like 15 cents or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was like Swedish fish. It was like a gummy bear. It was a little burger. It came in like... It was only like the size of like a quarter. Mm -hmm. But thicker. yeah, it would come in a little a little package and perfect to it, choke on. It looked like a it looked like a hamburger, but it was all made out of gummy. Yeah, and it had like a little piece of lettuce and like yeah, a and like two little buns and everything. Ooh, I got buns, huh? You got two little buns. Well, I had a dream that I was eating a a full giant size version of a gummy burger. I had a dream the hamburger was eating me. <laughs> I woke up and I googled it, and it turns out that they exist. And so I ordered it on Amazon. It's coming to my house right now. Isn't that exciting? It's very exciting. Because dreams come true. I just want to remind all of our listeners out there that sometimes dreams do come true. Make your dreams come true. So I was very excited about that. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about porn news. Ooh. We do have bad, a lot of... Bad week for the porn industry. Yeah, unfortunately. What are some other, some other sexy segments we got on the show today, Vincent Foley? Uh, we'll also be doing Gluttony Club. Oh, Gluttony Club. I made the worst sushi and the best fish tacos. Mm. More about that in the second half of the show. I'm guessing it wasn't candy sushi. Oh, no, but I love candy sushi, bro. Uh, last time mm-hmm. I made candy sushi, it, was, it came out really darn good. Spoiler alert. Candy sushi made a Swedish fish and Rice Krispie treats and fruit roll-up. Um, Amazing! Oh man, it was so good. Mm. And uh, what else are we gonna do? Spoiler alert! We got a lot to talk about for spoiler alert. Yeah. I have a feeling we might be going overtime. What are four things you're gonna spoil today later on in the show? Um, how about the show Sweet Tooth? Oh yeah, okay. How about the movie Scott Pilgrim? Oh yeah! Wow, what really <laughs> it came up to out date. eleven years ago? Uh-huh. <laughs> how about the Star Wars show Rebels? I heard it's good. We're going to be talking... Well, you're thinking about Bad Batch, right? Oh, all right. We're, well, I'll also spoil that for you, too. Uh-huh. So we got all kinds of cool stuff to talk about. But the one thing that's on my mind is that I just got a haircut this week. Oh, yeah? And I, I did not have a great time getting a haircut. Mm. I got my haircut by a celebrity. Oh, who? Ray Charles. Boom! Oh, Self-burn. Wow. <laughs> got me. Jesus. <laughs> no, I went to a uh, hair cuttery. Or no, there's not a there's no hair cutteries on the island. Supercuts is where. There I we went. go. We can't say anything def- defamating about them. Defamatory. Defamatory. <laughs> um, well, mm. I don't think there. I don't think you can say anything bad about supercuts that hasn't already been said. I don't know. I don't know how they get away <laughs> having super in their name, but whatever. But I went to supercuts and. I was just the lady was talking to me a lot and I I was just making trying to make small talk so I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess all you guys got vaccinated." And she was like, "Um, that's kind of a personal question." <laughs> oh man. I was like, "Ooh, I'll take that as a no." Ugh. And I had to get my hair cut with if the you're with the mask still the snip, on. Get the jab. I don't understand because like you have to this was the first time that I had gotten a haircut since the whole thing started, since all COVID started. Yeah, it I was, was pretty shaggy. I was just Not cutting, like a terrible DJ. I mean, your hair was grown out. Yeah, I was just cutting my own hair for a while, and so I was like, all right, it's time to treat myself to a nice, real haircut, one uh-huh. that I haven't done myself, because 
Cutting the hair in in the front, that's easy. Cutting the hair in the back, eh, not so much. It's a little tricky trying to. You have to use like two different mirrors, and <laughs> it's I hard. Got that set up already. So I was like, okay, so I'll go get my, my haircut. And so I sit down in the chair, and she's like, I go to take my mask off. And she's like, oh, you have to have your mask on. Yeah, yeah, bro. You got to follow all guidelines. You're inside. You're spending money. Got to have your mask on. Well, when when you go into a restaurant, you have to have your mask on while you're up and about. But once you sit down at your table, that's because you're potentially eating. The last thing you want to do in a hair salon is eat. You don't want to eat your own hair, Vincent Fodi. Right, but the the thing, the concept is still the same. I'm sitting in the chair. I'm not moving about. I'm not coming in contact with anybody. And the person doing the work has their mask on. That's just the new world order, Vincent Fodi. The look, cabal are trying to come down on you with all these laws. That's that don't it. Make any I'm joining r slash no new normal. Ah. No, but when, the reason that you don't have to have your mask on is because when you're in a restaurant, you're eating, right? Uh-huh. Well, you also can't get your hair cut with a mask on because it's obstructing the the place where you're getting your hair cut, right? It depends on the mask. Doesn't that make sense? I don't know. Maybe we should just shouldn't be getting our hair cut by anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all get our hair cut like normal people again. I got my uh, hair cut outside in front of Times Supermarket. Oh, they do have that outdoor and haircutting thing. First of all, thing. shout out Wendy Love. You gave me the dopest haircut, and I thought it was amazing. I forgot that they have the outdoor haircut thing there. Yeah, That's dude. actually the perfect solution. They're like... You thought we were stupid for doing outdoor haircuts. No, here's the problem. You still need to wear your mask. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm outside, baby. But I don't I don't understand. When you're in a restaurant, when you sit down at your table, then you're allowed to take your mask off. Sometimes Vincent Fodi As long as the server has their mask on. That the government is some sort of dictatorship, just one whip cracking us, you know what I mean? But here's the thing, the government is full of dumb, 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 dumb people that make the dumbest rules ever, Vincent no, Fodi. No, I mean, I like, I like the fact that we are enforcing the mask rules. Like, if I go into a supermarket and I'm around a bunch of people walking by me, you know, I... I like people having their masks on. All during but COVID, there's, there's you can certain, touch any avocado you want. I'm just saying there's certain times no when... No sanitizing avocados. There's, there's very specific times when you shouldn't need to have a mask on. And when it's when inconvenient you're, to you, When Vincent you're getting Fody. your hair cut, it doesn't make a lot of hey, sense. Hey, blade lives matter, okay? Blade lives matter? Yeah, a little haircut and stuff, right? Bl- like um, blade runners? Yeah, buzz, <laughs> buzz lines matter. That's the one thing robots should totally take over. Robot haircutters, dude? Yeah, they already have the... Va- what are those vacuum? Haircut of Flobies. Oh yeah, yeah. So all you need is like an automated it's like Flobie. A Wayne's World sketch. He puts it on and it like suck the sucking cut, <laughs> the which is another great cut. service they offer in Vegas. Oh, that would be nice. Uh-huh. Can't do that one outdoors uh-huh. on the strip. Uh-huh. Um, I. So, anyway, Vincent Foti, you're outraged about a lot of things today. It's usually my job to be outraged. No, you know about what? Things. I'm not really outraged. I'm enraged. I just, I just wish that that people outraged, would, enraged. What's the diff? I just wish that people would get vaccinated. That's why I'm so glad to be back here in the studio. We had to get vaccinated to come back in here. Yeah. And, and you see what great things getting vaccinated can do. We get to be live on the radio again. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy because we are not the lamestream media, Vincent Fodi. Um, also, I should mention on the Patreon. I was listening to on the Patreon as as part of the bonus content. I posted one of our old episodes from 2016. <laughs> It was you, me, friend of the show Michael Enns, and friend of the show Chris Rose. It was so long ago. Whatever happened to Chris Rose? He is a paramedic on Lanai. 
Oh wait, is, uh, wait. Does he live on Lanai full like time? Half week? No, just half the week. Does he, is he like squatting in Ted's house? <laughs> <laughs> wait, so he goes back and forth between yeah. Lanai and here. Last I spoke to him, which was like two years ago. Huh. So, but Chris he, Rose, if you're out there, but he was really funny. Uh, we were doing a segment. This is how long ago this was. We were doing. We were still doing the uh, Craigslist or no Yelp one star review. Oh, I segment. love the Yelp one star. I should bring that back. And we were doing. We were doing a segment called Con Air. <laughs> Where we would make fun of people on the air. Wow, I don't which know is, this at all. Yeah, so it was just like, it was basically like roasting people on the air. Oh, And con you called it air. con air. And, it, and then we did pro air where we would compliment people. Oh, I like it. It was pro and con air. Old old younger Chuck Thompson was so handsome and so smart. We should bring that stuff back. Um, yeah. Well, we next time we have a bunch Brad of people Goo in the, the studio. Yeah. I mean, there's not like a limit of how many people we can have in the studio, right? Uh, DJ as long as everybody's running a real tight ship. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as everybody's vaccinated, we can have we can have more people the in, right? Make zero sense, Vincent Fodi. Um, you sent me something disgusting yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That was meant for Kirsty, <laughs> love of my life, weight of my heart. No, not that. Oh, okay. You sent me a picture of a, a Kellogg's product. Oh yeah, I'm so excited about. <laughs> Would you like this. to tell our listeners what you sent me? Yeah. So first of all, let's. We usually have Gluttony Club, but let's, uh... This isn't Gluttony Club. This is something... This is more of, like, a, a What the Chuck. Oh, but it's, like, a sexy What the Chuck. All right, and we've just been kicked no, off Facebook. No, Taj Mahal ain't got no copyrights. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We are streaming live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. I'm Chuck Sauce, and we're just sitting down with friend of the show, Vincent Vody, and we're going to talk about something that doesn't need to be censored. <laughs> Wait, I'm a friend of the show. <laughs> which is Blue Waffles. We're talking Blue Waffles here Ew. on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is presented in part by Lovely Endowment from Community Minded. Celebrity sponsors like Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns. No one handles cock like Macaulay Culkin. Hey, Vince. Don't remodel your home alone. alone. Blue Waffle Talk is also presented in part by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. And, of course, by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available <laughs> exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. So there's a lot of euphemisms out there, you know, and we're not going to talk about euphemisms at all on the show because we would never say anything sexy or derogatory or, or uneducational. But Vincent Fodi, do you know what I'm really excited to talk about today? Blue waffles. Blue waffles. So you sent me a link to a real Kellogg's product that they're coming out. It's yeah. called Blue Mermaid Waffles. Yeah. First of all, why is the mermaid got to be in there? It has something to do and with a mermaid, and it says it's like the actual flavor of the waffle is like Blue raspberry. Yeah, I think which, that's what they're trying to accomplish. Could they not have just made blue berry? Like an entire blueberry? It's like some blueberries in it. Like right, blue because berry? blueberry waffles are extremely popular yeah. already. Yeah, and blue raspberry. So I don't know why they have to do blue like, raspberry. They should just do blueberry waffles. It's right? like a lollipop. Like blue raspberry lollipops are great. Right. So then when you sent me the picture, I was like, okay, mermaid blue waffles, and then it hit me. I was like, wait a second, that's disgusting because as you know. A blue waffle is also a term for something very disgusting. Uh, well, a waffle itself is a term for something very delicious that you would put your syrup in and then have breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You know what I mean? But a blue waffle means it's 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 starving and it's being tortured and it's not breathing right, which is not great. Um, yeah, if you guys don't know what a blue waffle is... Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Whether you, you're at home, in car, at work, get the family if around. If you don't know what a blue waffle is, God bless you, you're, you're living your best life. 
All right. So don't Google blue waffle. But if you already know what it is, this is a real product that Kellogg's decided to come out with. By the way, so I did deep dive on this, Vincent Fodi. As you know, I am. I don't know how they snuck this past standards and practices. So first of all, let's let's take this apart. Blue raspberry. Do you know where they get the flavor from? Blue raspberry from? It's from like beaver butts or something. Beaver butts, bro. It's like beaver beaver anal glands. Yeah, dog. There's a secretion in beaver anal glands, and that's where they get the blue raspberry flavor from. And also, what kind of Willy Wonka stuff is that? Also, like regular raspberry too, right? Uh, I think regular raspberries. I think blue raspberry is no blue raspberry is just raspberry with blue food coloring in it. No, because there's no such thing as blue raspberry. There are. Check the otters' buttholes. It's (laughs) it's from there. So mermaid, why are no? There's no such thing as blue raspberry. Blue raspberry is one of those artificial flavors that was created by like a juice company in the '90s, and people just ran with it. The blue raspberries go back almost all the way to the '30s. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I, dude. All right, we're gonna discuss this off air. Uh huh. <laughs> but don't Google blue raspberry. Also, so did you see Kellogg's is coming out with another product? It's going to be a lemon flavored waffle called Lemon Party. Yes, I I heard about that one. It's it only comes in a family pack. Lemon party waffles are presented by Gary Coleman's Gold Burning Furnaces. What you talk about furnace? Why do they have to name it after mermaid? A blue wa- why are they having Kellogg's blue waffles? I know what to find about Kellogg Company this morning. And I'll do my research on the toilets. What that it was created by the a the guy who was like the insane asylum. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a really good drunk history episode about Kellogg's, and the Kellogg brothers are are b- played by like Owen and Luke Wilson, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's if you haven't seen that episode of Drunk History, it's really funny. There's a really weird Matthew Broderick movie about his time, Mr. Kellogg's time in the insane asylum. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then also they, you know, those berries in Special K. Yeah, they're not actual like freeze dried strawberries. They take other fruit. Dye them that Ew. like dark red, and then make them look like freeze dried strawberries. How is that easier than just freeze drying strawberries? I don't know. How is milking a beaver butt easier than having <laughs> I don't know. actual fruit? But How the, is the way that they blue waffle mermaids. The, what the way that they discovered the Kellogg's um, cornflakes was? They just left a bunch of stuff out overnight, and it like went bad. And, and got like, moldy, and they're this. like, wait a second, we can eat these. Mm-hmm. So don't eat cornflakes, I guess. <laughs> I like Frosted Flakes. That. Frosted Flakes is good. Frosted Flakes are good. Real mini wheats kick. I don't know. Cornflakes are good. Maybe put like a little, drizzle a little honey on top and slice some bananas in there. Cornflakes are yum yum. I think the honey and bananas make it delicious. Speaking of stuff that I want to eat, did you see that petition that people were signing online? So there's two guys. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. There are two different Jeff Bezos petitions right Wait, now. Wait, there's two now? Yeah. One is petitioning for him not to, not to let him re-enter Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Once. Once which, he goes out into space. Instead of, like, the purge. I think, you know, like, at high school graduation, your last, like, pep rally, you get to, like, pie the principal. Well, not you personally. Yeah. But somebody gets to, like, pie the principal. Right. I think, like, once a year. It should be, like, the valedictorian. Whoever has the highest GPA should get to pie the principal. I think the lowest GPA should do it, dude. So, anyway, I think that once a year, we should take the rich people. Like, if you want to be the richest person and not get taxed, more power to you. But then we get to, like, blast a Rothschild or a Bezos out of the cannon, circus style, into the atmosphere every year. Yeah, dude, I say once a year we have uh, a rich only purge 
and we break out the guillotines. Yeah? Yeah. We should do it should be a purge but only only for the poor against the rich. As a matter of fact, that's what Saturnalia used to be. Remember Saturnalia? Of course. I All love right. dancing naked so in the woods. Saturnalia Why was Why would I not? Christianity just took Saturnalia and called it Christmas. Yes. Because as we know, Jesus wasn't born in December. But there was already a Roman holiday Jesus, called Saturnalia. Who totally existed, and it's not an amalgam <laughs> character. There was already a, a holiday in around uh, the end of the year, around December, called Saturnalia, where people would give gifts to each other, and it was this whole thing. And that's basically what what Christianity co opted and turned it into into Christmas, right? But Saturnalia, there was a there was another thing where they would do this like undercover boss thing where the whoever was like the master of the house, he would become the slave for the day and the slaves would become the master of the house for the day. So once a year on Saturnalia, they would do this little fun switcheroo thing. I feel like that should be like a Sinbad movie. Yeah, and <laughs> Sinbad in Switcheroo yeah. coming master this summer. Master of the house. Master of the house. <laughs> uh, that has some some they dig up unsettling connotations. Dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Hartman's alive, and now Sinbad is dead. Oh no! Um, so yeah, I think they. I think once a year we should do some sort of switcheroo thing where all the rich people have to be like slaves for a day, and then. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then Jeff Bezos has to fulfill Amazon I orders and, and pee his pants. He has to wear a diaper a and pee his, <laughs> he has to pee into a bottle. I hear he can use a water bottle and not a Gator Propel bottle. Just okay, saying. in the movie Contact, there is a super rich, like crazy guy yeah. who lives in outer space, right? And that's at the end of the movie, yeah. Right, because it turns out that cancer. he has cancer and... In order to stop the cancer from affecting his body, he has to live in zero G to slow down the cancer. Yes. Or I don't know if that works That's, in real yeah, life. But I mean, Jodie Foster knows it works. Jodie. <laughs> but, yeah, I think There's that, exactly seven hours of static. I think that's what ha- should be – I think Jeff Bezos should just have to live in outer space. He's too rich for this planet, right? <laughs> Isn't he so too, too rich for Earth? So the second petition that I signed on – I move on.org, the real important stuff here, okay? The so it was petition, to keep Elon – to keep him in space, right? Yeah, to, to keep, keep Bezos, Bezos in, in space. space. Not let him re Elon can orbit. come back. Yeah, he's okay. He made, he made fire flamethrowers. That's pretty cool. The second petition is for him to eat the Mona Lisa. To buy and eat the Mona Lisa. Buy and eat the Mona Lisa. (laughs) Eat them up, Bezos. Uh, I signed that. As soon as I saw that, I signed that immediately. I signed it and paid $7 hairs. Oh, really? Uh, Wow. Yeah, because I... Money. (laughs) Nothing would make me happier than to see Jeff Bezos buy and eat the Mona Lisa. And, like, if he pukes, he has to, like, keep eating it. Right. And because who would, like... Like I want people to be were debating like, how the much the egg scene from Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> like I want to see this guy's life force fade from him. I don't think I don't think it would make him throw up at all. I think he would be able to easily eat it. Just slather some barbecue sauce on there. I think you or I could easily eat the Mona I'm Lisa. I'm not eating the Mona Lisa with or without barbecue. Bezos sauce. could easily eat the Mona Lisa. It's all not right. even that big. If you think about it, the Mona Lisa, look, the Mona Lisa people is not were that dis- big. people were discussing. Like how much he would have to pay, sweet like, baby Ray's probably because it, it would yeah, be the it know. would be the the country of France I think owns the Mona Lisa because it's, it's, it's in the Louvre right yes and I believe people were saying like maybe they probably wouldn't sell it for like fifty million dollars but maybe like a billion dollars or maybe like a trillion dollars they would probably sell but the Mona Lisa maybe worth that because much, think but how much priceless. I think that would be Jeff Bezos eating the Mona Lisa would be the greatest performance art of all time. They could just film it and play it in the Louvre over and over again. Wouldn't that be so cool? I just like have it. a gif of Very Bezos immersive. eating the Mona Lisa. I would totally. What 
And they could do a point of view. They could also have, like, cameras on his glasses yeah. so you could see him puke. I'm thinking he's going to puke. But it's not – I think it's like – if you're talking about by the pound, the Mona Lisa is not a great deal because, you know, now, if you're going to pay a billion – framing? If you're, I don't think you have to eat the frame. I think you can take the frame out and just eat the just eat the canvas. Mm. Because it, But if you think about it, by the pound, the Mona Lisa is not that big. So a billion dollars for a painting like that, you're not going to get a lot of meat off of it. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of Wagyu. <laughs> now, something like – um. What's the name of that painting, Sunday at the Park? Yeah. It's the, the one with all the little dots, mm-hmm. right? And it's all the people at the in France at the park. That's a huge painting. Yeah. Now, you that would feed a family of, like, four Bezos. <laughs> you could, that, would, that would feed you for a week. Isn't that paint, like, toxic or something? Isn't that the point? Like, when he die? Um, may, I don't know. Is it lead paint? I mean, I think that's lead. No, is like I think the no, I think oil-based paint would probably give you the runs, right? I if it's an oil-based paint, how much paint can you eat? Uh, well, Jeff Bezos is going to find out. Hmm. What painting would you eat if you had to eat a priceless work of art? What would you eat? I mean, I would, I would definitely want something kind of small. I would definitely not want like a Mona Lisa is a good one because yeah, it's, it's yeah, well, big. you can't eat a marble statue. I mean, be realistic. Look at, the, look at the marbling on that one. <laughs> that's great marbling. I'm just going to start at David's. <laughs> And go from there. Mm. Uh-huh. No, but what painting would you eat? What painting would I eat? I like Nighthawks at the diner. I would go with the Jackson Pollock. Because I like diner food. Yeah. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Yeah. There's a Sweet 70s show uh, reference to that episode. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah. Nighthawks at the diner. Coming up it's the show, painting. we got spoiler alert. We're going to finish today's episode with Chuck Stuff, the knowledge, Buffalo. We're going to answer some user emails, some user questions. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, if you have some questions or anything you want to send us, send it to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We'll ask those questions to Chuck live on the air. During Chuck's Stuff Knowledge Buffalo. I don't know, Vince Fodi, do you think it's time to jump on the biscuits and or gravy train Wait, today? Are you saying you want to actually start the show? Yeah, dude. I would eat girl with a pearl earring. Yeah, but what about the work of art? <laughs> All right. But girl with the pearl earring is only like a foot by a foot. Yeah. It's like a foot and a half it's by totally a foot. It's totally doable. It's very small. And so, how do you have to do it in one sitting? Or like how long do you have? I think I could eat girl with a pearl earring in one sitting. I think yeah. I could do it. Are you uh, cutting it up, or are you just going to, like... I would do, like, a sushi, probably. I would put, like, the barbecue sauce in the middle and roll it up, and then uh, roll it in rice, and then put more barbecue sauce on it and eat it that way. Oh, so you're, you're going to try to hide it? Yeah, absolutely. I think if I'm going to pay a billion dollars for something and then eat it, I think I kind of want to savor it just for the experience. You know what I would do is put a bunch of acid on it and then just eat it one strip at a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do – can we do a follow-up junction? Yeah, dude. This is actually a follow-up junction slash Morningwood. So let me play the Morningwood music. Uh, Morningwood is presented in part by Paul Rubens Beef Jerky. Need a quick shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerk meats than Paul Rubens. Makes a great snack to take to the movies. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly presented in part by Bill Gates Gates. If you like <laughs> windows, you'll love Gates. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs Benedict's. Morningwood with Vincent Fodi is underwritten by Pete Townsend's Townhomes. Let his love open a door to, to your house. house. Pete Townsend's Mobile Homes for when you're going mobile. All right, so this is follow-up junction slash Morningwood. So last week on the air, we were talking about Lana Rhodes being pregnant. Yeah. You heard about that? Lana Rhodes man. got knocked up. 
I mean, she was certainly trying for a long time. It yep. seems like a lot of video seems, evidence. Lots of, of video evidence of her with another attempting favorite to become <laughs> pregnant. But she finally got pregnant. By the way, did you know? Do you know what Lana Rhodes' real name is? No, Amara Maple. Which I think Amara Maple sounds more like a porn name than Lana Rhodes. Yeah, like a maple syrup. Yeah, well, the road less traveled. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yes, Amara Maple, a.k.a. Lana Rhodes, she is pregnant and... Is she going to film a bunch of Prego videos? Probably not. I don't think... I mean, she's doing... She's still doing OnlyFans, but she's no longer actually filming videos. OnlyFans, definitely a little bit more ethically sourced porn. I dig it. I dig it. But, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of people that are, like, fans of, like, pregnancy porn or, like, pregnant porn. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, she got a weird... Like, a weird OnlyFans following only Mm -hmm. during the time that she was pregnant. A lot of leaked videos. We were talking about how she made her pregnancy announcement, but then after that happened, there was a huge backlash because people are like, oh, Lana Rose is pregnant. Uh, you know, she's a porn star. Her her son's, her kid's going to have a terrible life. And She's rich, dude. That kid's going to have a great life. Yeah, and she was like, you know what? Just because, you know, I, I have overt sexuality and I'm a porn star doesn't mean that I can't be a mother or that yeah, I don't have bro. any motherly capabilities. So she was kind of really upset about that. And people were saying that her son's going to have a bad life. And I don't think her son's going to have a bad life. Because I don't think she's, necessarily that's the one thing because that would she's contribute like, to a bad life. Yeah, she's like a multimillionaire. But at the same time, I don't think she's going to be a bad mother. However, like, let's say you're a kid and you're in like middle school. Mm-hmm. You know every single kid is going to have naked pictures of your mom. Like, you know there's going to be naked pictures of her... Way ahead of you. ...posted on his locker every day. He's going to open up... I'm so hot. Dude, you know your mom used to do porn? He's like, yes, I know. Mm. Mm. Could you imagine if there there was naked pictures? I don't know, but you know what? If you think about it, nowadays, I think there's naked pictures of everybody. Because when we were in school... Our parents didn't have naked pictures floating around out there. I mean, but like thirty years from now, oh, everyone's everybody's parents is going to have naked pictures floating around. And so maybe it won't be such a naked big deal. Pictures of me being pregnant. Check out our Patreon. I think it's just going to be weird because you know, at some point, he's going to see a video of his mom having sex. Mm. It's just going to have to happen, and I think he's just going to have to get over it. He or she, we don't know what the sex is yet. But you know what? Good on you, Lana Rhodes. I think you're going to be a very good mother. Yeah. She definitely has a lot of tenacity, and, you know, she's used to bending over. Well, you can't spell spell tenacity without TNA. Oh, lordy! All right, let's get into, you want to do some sad Morningwood news? I do want to do some sad Morningwood news. Because usually Morningwood is just spelled with an O, but this week it is actually spelled with an O-U, Morningwood, because we are very sad this week. We lost a good one, guys. So sad. Do you want to make the announcement? Earlier in the week, in her mobile home, a friend of the show... <laughs> she died in a mobile home? Yeah. <laughs> friend of the show... That's not funny. Someone who's gotten me through some hard times. Dakota Sky, not to be conflated with the 2008 children's movie, Dakota Sky. Wait, there's a kid's movie named Dakota Sky? Yeah. <laughs> Also, there's another porn star named Elsa. It's the same Elsa name as the Frozen, and she looks exactly like her, except like legal, you know. And then I'm my, sure that was intentional. One of my favorite because, porn stars. Uh, I know one of the most searched for hentai is Elsa from Frozen. 
And then check Elle's and there's, Teen there's Pro. And there's, there's some good ones out there, too. I've seen them. Baby. And then, of course, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles friends. April O'Neil. Oh, yeah. April O'Neil, also a very... She is... Yeah. She is stacked, April yeah. O'Neil. So, not stacked, but tight. In, mm-hmm. in not the literal way. I like her, though. Dakota Sky. Dakota Sky. R.I.P. Uh, Dakota Sky. Now, she when, was in the news recently, Vincent Fody. Oh, because she got trolled at the George Floyd so, Memorial? Again, social media bullying gone too far. We're taking the issues here on Biscuits and Gravy, Wait, okay? Did she actually take nudes there? She she had a topless. She was topless at a, at a mural. At the George Floyd Memorial the, mural? Yep. Now, when you sent me the article, I was like, oh, just another dead porn star. But then I, I did some research, and I found out that she is actually in a video that was in my favorites. She's in a fantastic video of Brandy Love. And then it turned out that you had seen the same video. She's but in a really good... I only really saw the good, first half of it. And the uh, first half is a lesbo scene. Right. The second half there, is She's a in a video with Brandy F-F-M Love. FFM scene. She's in a, a video with Brandy Love. It's, it's one of those quote-unquote moms teach sex videos. Yeah, baby, ring my bell! Where, like, the mom is teaching her, like, this is how you give a blowjob, or this is how you have sex to pleasure your boyfriend. And so they're, like, making out and doing, like, illicit things. And then halfway through the video, the, the boyfriend comes home, and they're like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to use what you've learned. And then they have a nice little three-way. Fantastic. And that, uh, by the way, Brandy Love. So a, great. What a what a fantastic performer. So side note about Avi- Brandy Love. Avian uh, performer of the year, I believe. Oh, for 12 years running, man. <laughs> she's, she's very accomplished. Now, this is where you got to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Did you know that Brandy Love is a right-wing conspiracy nut? Really? Yeah, dude. Does that make me like her more? Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> I think so. Also, uh I didn't know this. Dakota Sky, her nickname was the Anal Queen. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have known it from the Brandy Love video, but apparently she she has a lot of... In over her 300 videos, she did it in almost 275 wow. of them. Wow. That is a high percentage. Much and, higher uh, than my percentage. That's also <laughs> a lot of research I did this week. All right. I'm going to do some research right now. Why don't we take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll do Gluttony Club and Spoiler Alert. One final thing about uh, Morningwood. A little sad news, but also a little bit of good news. As we know, we talk about sex culture and sex positivity on the show, with sexual awareness, and of course how... The sex industry is changing, right? Are you aware of sex? Sex workers are being lifted up. They're great. We need to support them. We need to have a sex-positive culture. And some of these criminals, these jerks, are finally being put behind bars. In fact, this week, a, a man got sentenced to 20 years in prison. A pornographer? The Girls Do Porn, actor and pornographer. Oh, I remember about that because Girls Do Porn, it got all of them got taken off Pornhub. Ruben Andre Garcia. By the way, if you have three names in the newspaper, your life's not good. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they finally put him in jail? Did they yep. charge him with um, trafficking too? He got charged with a lot. He said he, they treated women as disposable commodities. Yeah, I heard some, like, really bad things. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that will have sex on camera for money. You don't have to, like, coerce and bully young girls into it. Some of the most well, famous was, porn there was some, there from was the some 70s were videos. done at literal gunpoint. Wow, really? Deep Throat, one of the famous ones that came out. Uh, yeah, the, the girl was not only underage. It was done at gunpoint. 
I don't remember that from the deuce. <laughs> I Alrighty, missed guys. that scene. Come on the show. We got Gluttony Club. Spoiler alert. And a whole lot more on the Biscuits and Gravy show. Biscuits and Gravy. K-A-K-U. We got radio smothered and covered, baby. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. All right. Are you ready for Gluttony Club, Chuck? The most amount ready for Gluttony Club, bro. Thanks for getting dialed into K-A-K-U, K-A-K-U, 88.5, the voice of Maui. Voice this of is gravy. the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Maui's number two radio program. What? Biscuit eaters. Today's show is presented in part by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. And also by Tim Allen's Wrenches, great for turning state's evidence. And listeners like you. All right, so for Gluttony Club, this is something I mentioned on the Instagram a couple weeks ago. I chicken made a, Brian! I made a chicken Brian. As you know, I used to work at a place called Carabas. Ooh, yeah. Now, if you're not from the East Coast, you might not be familiar with Carabas. Carabas is sort of like an, like an upscale It's like an upscale version of an Olive Garden. I like Carabas. You know, it's like, a, it's like a nice Italian food chain. And uh, one of their favorite dishes of mine that they had was something called chicken brian and i was i had such a craving for it i decided to make it at my house so you want to hear how i made the chicken brian i would love to hear about how you made chicken brian right here on 88.5 kku the voice of gravy the voice of gravy all right so chicken brian it's actually a very simple dish to make all right so you're going to take some chicken and you want to you want to broil it you can you can grill it or if you don't have a what uh, cut of chicken are you using let's just use a regular chicken breast okay. like, take a chicken breast slice it in half and then i will either broil it or grill it now here's a secret you want to use caraba's grill seasoning oh. which is basically their grill seasoning is just uh salt pepper uh garlic powder and oregano That's so you it. just mix those together sprinkle that on your chicken and then broil it right while you're doing that, you got you got your chicken broiling. You want to make a garlic white wine butter sauce. Love it. And who doesn't love a garlic white wine butter sauce? And any don't flour forget, in it? Uh, no, you don't need any flour. But you wanna you wanna keep cooking down that garlic white wine butter sauce until it's nice and thick. Okay. You know, and How then thick? How and, viscous. Uh, pretty viscous. Okay. And then you want to keep adding butter, but you want to make sure that you after you cook it down so it's nice and thick. Almost like a like to like an oatmeal consistency. That thick? Yeah, but you after you cook that down, you want to keep adding butter. Okay. And, until Way it beca- ahead of you. until it becomes like a thick gravy almost. So it's and just you, garlic, wine, and butter until it's garlic, white wine, butter sauce. Cook it down and then keep adding butter. And you wanna you wanna make sure that the butter emulsifies. So you wanna cook it at a low temperature. You don't want the sauce to break. Then you add in some fresh basil and some sun-dried tomatoes. Oh, I like sun-dried tomatoes, bro. Right, and just a little bit of lemon juice. You don't want to do too much lemon juice, just enough where you can taste it. Or you can use lemon zest if you happen to have some. And it's also very important to do the lemon juice at the end because you're using because, it as more of a fortifier and more, less of a reduction. Right, and you don't want your sauce to break from the acidity. Yes, perfect. Um, and also, if you're using the sun-dried tomatoes that come in oil, you want to dry them off because you don't want all that oil to get into it and make your sauce oily. Again, because that has to do with breaking it, right? Right. You've never you had bad eggs Benedict where it's broken, bro. Yeah. No go. You don't want it broken. So Which make is sure key you, to cooking it low, too. If you overheat it, it'll break the sauce. Break so, means that it separates and it's not good. Right. So you want to use either sun-dried tomatoes that are in water or if you get the ones that are in oil, you want to wash them off a little bit. Well, what Vincent Foti does is puts them in his mouth and sucks the oil out. <laughs> I... <laughs> you ever get believe drunk? it or not i actually did do that but so you ever get drunk and you cook food instead of ch- like chopping it up you like just chew it and put it back in 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, all right. So now once you got your sauce ready to go, you want to cook it. Don't forget to add a lot of fresh basil and sun-dried tomatoes. And then once that's ready to go, you take your chicken out, right? And this is how you build it. You take the chicken. You put it on the plate. You take some goat cheese. You don't have to heat up the goat cheese. You just Chevre? Take, like the soft you, goat you cheese? You just take the chevre or you can use a caprino cheese, which Ooh. is what they use. But I like to use just the regular goat cheese that you get at Costco. Is caprina harder? Um, no, not it's really. It's not like a feta. And you don't have to use you don't have to use you don't have to heat it up or anything. You just no, take no, the goat no, cheese and put it right on top of the chicken. Okay. So when the chicken comes out, it's nice and warm. The goat cheese just melts a tiny little bit, and then you take the sauce and you slowly ladle that sauce right on top of the chicken, mm. and then you're good to go. It That's is, chicken, Brian. And then you every bite you take is smothered in goat cheese and. White wine, garlic, butter sauce. Did you pair it with any carbohydrates and or vegetables? I just did some asparagus on the side. All right. You can do broccoli. You can do noodles if you're eating carbs. But oh, that, yeah. but it's a very it's a very great dish and it's car it's zero carbs too. I like to do zoodles with it. Zoodles. Is, we you, actually got a. You take the zucchini and you spin it. You yeah. Spin it. We actually got one of those fat. things where you spin the zucchini and it kind of it's like a like a lathe where it kind of like slices into long like mm. lasagna sized noodles. Okay. But you have the one where you can make smaller noodles, right? Yep. More like uh, bucantini or yeah. fettuccine. So that's a good way to go. Oh, also, can I just give a shout out to Tiffany's Mochico Chicken? <laughs> shout it out, bro! Diana and I went there, went to Tiffany's for lunch the other day, and their Mochico Chicken is just, oh, it's so good. Because she was like, I'm in the mood for Mochico Chicken. And I was like, we should go to Tiffany's. And she said that she had never eaten at Tiffany's before. Tiffany's in beautiful downtown Wailuku. Right, right down the street. Mm-hmm. And their Mochico Chicken is just so good. I'm still, I can still taste it. it a was lot so of times, good. fried chicken, Korean fried chicken, or Mochico Chicken. It's so good. You can make it yourself, but like, why bother? Yeah. What makes Mochico Chicken they Mochico have a good, Chicken? They have a good meat june also. Mm. And um, meat that's, june. That's sliced and fried beef, yeah? Yeah, and yeah. it's marinated in like soy sauce and a pound of sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And I've made meat june at my house. I make it really good. But sometimes it's easier just to let them do it for you, you know? I feel the same way about Thai food. Sometimes I'll try to make Thai food, and I'm like, I could have just bought this for like $16. It would yeah. way better. Uh, Mochico chicken, instead of using like a regular flour, they use a, a rice flour, mm-hmm. which makes and so it has like a crispy outside. And then so rice, when you cook it, also gets sweeter. It caramelizes, so the chicken turns a little bit brown without being the same crispy that like a breaded or a buttermilk fried chicken would be. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you, you haven't know. had Mochico chicken before, you got to try it, guys. It's such a good fried chicken. Also, Jollibee's. Mm. Jollibee's is so good. I love Jollibee's. I might go there after the show today. Me too, man. Who knows? (laughs) I made the worst sushi I've ever made, ever. That's what you were saying. Yeah, so I got the the nori, which went up in price. It's like $5 for 10 strips of the seaweed. It's like, what am I doing with my life? I couldn't find the little Korean seaweed ones. I like to do the poor man sushi. Instead of rolling it up, I get the Korean little cube strips and then just put poke, avocado, and rice on it. Actually, I think, it. I think candy sushi is technically the poor man sushi. I love see, candy sushi. I don't mess up, man. Candy sushi is way better than regular sushi. So first of all, I may be the smartest buffalo in the room. Nay, the smartest <sighs> buffalo alive. I am not good at cooking rice. I don't see how that's possible. I know. How can you not be not good at cooking good rice? At, I'm not good at it. The trick is to use uh, two to one water to rice ratio instead of one to one. Also, one I to use one is for white people. Jasmine rice, which is by nature drier and no go. 
Yeah. And uh, it's uh, I mean, the, it was not. Especially good. if you're using jasmine rice because jasmine rice absorbs water more. It needs more water, so so, so you texture. can you can do at least one point five to one water to rice, or better to go just two to one. My tuna was good. My avocados were great. I put some cucumber in there. I chopped some avo- I chopped some avocado up. Do you have like a some- sushi roller? Uh, no, I just do it like hands, nah. you know, and you just saran wrap sometimes. Nah. Then I use the same ingredients. You don't really have the hands for making Ahi sushi. and avocado, and I made myself the most delicious tacos. Ooh. Yeah. How about taco taco? Taco taco? I want to make not, some taco tacos. I, I like eating it better because I'm not good at cooking taco. Yeah, you got, it's you got to get fresh taco and you got to like sear it and then broil it. It's it's hard to get taco right to where the point where it's not chewy. Mm. But you know what? Just get some like get some like kimchi and some like taco poke. Oh yeah. And then just throw it into a like a little soft tortilla and you got a taco taco. You're good to go. Amigos has a fried taco and it's a Baja style uh, taco. It's so good. Like or if you have like the the breaded steak style calamari Mm. and you put that in there and then you put like a like an aioli. Oh, oh man, baby. that sounds so good. So that's Gluttony Club for us today, baby. <laughs> okay, Gluttony uh, Club. On the next stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today is... Spoiler oh, Alert, and we've got a lot to talk about for Spoiler Alert. And we alert. got eight minutes to get through Spoiler Alert and Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Thanks for getting it dialed in to the Biscuits and Gravy show. Next week, we're going to talk about Nazi alien conspiracies. Nazi Ooh, aliens. Time to bring Nazi aliens back into life. Nazi aliens? And ocean Nazi aliens. Wait, so not only are they aliens, but they're, they've been monitoring us, and they're like, we hate the Jews. <laughs> yeah, the Nazis, bro. And then Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House is underwriting our next segment right here. Okay. Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey, Vince, you know what they say. Don't, Don't sleep, sleep on, on the couch. couch. Today's show is also presented in part by Paul Simon's Insane Asylum. Still crazy after all these years? Do you feel your sanity slip sliding away? Check out Paul Simon's Insane Asylums. Ooh, all right, you ready to talk TV? Yeah, dude. You ready to talk turkey? Let's talk turkey, bro. I'm All right. So, of course, the number one thing that I know you're excited about, Chuck, June 25th, F9's coming out. Yeah, are you excited? You're going to go see F9 with me, Fast and the Furious 9, the ninth installment in the Fast and Furious series, also the 10th the installment in the Fast and Furious uh, universe because oh, Hobbs and God, Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, of course. Hobbs and Shaw. A week prior to that. Father's Day, Rick and Morty Season 5 getting released, baby. (laughs) I don't care about Father's Day at all, but I do care about Rick and Morty Season 5 coming out. That's June 20th, guys, Mm -hmm. so don't forget. I mean, it's okay if you forget about Father's Day, but don't forget about Rick and Morty Season 5, June 20th. And you know what else is happening four days after the release of Season 5 of Rick and Morty? There's a great Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, documentary coming out about how white supremacists bombed an entire town got away with it 100 years ago. Oh, um, wait. Wasn't wasn't was that what 90? Watchmen was? Yeah, <laughs> that HBO series Watchmen was yeah. basically all it was, like, about, it was basically all alert. about <laughs> white people get to brown or bomb brown people in this country too and get away with it. Yeah, I mean, Remember we the can... city of Philadelphia bombed a bunch of people. Well, all right, don't get me started because that was called the move and the move movement and they were great. They're yeah, they were to say the least. Th- there was a lot of um mitigating factors in that. So Ooh. we're not going to get into that. But um yeah, let's talk about Conan O'Brien, Chuck. Is he still on? First of all, I like Conan O'Brien, but I've seen his show during quarantine 
I I love Conan O'Brien. I've Ugh. I've been a huge Conan O'Brien fan for a very long time. Bro. But his TBS show Bro. is ending June 24th. It'll be the last episode. His show has been on for 11 seasons. Can you believe it's been 11 years since NBC uh Yeah, so tried it must have been it must have been 2010 where he wow. became a multimillionaire because NBC had to buy him out of his contract and they had to pay him like $50 million. Oh, it was a lot more than that. Yeah. It was like $200. <laughs> it was, he got paid an insane amount of money. So That's Jay Leno, jerk. So Conan was – he was on the late night show with Conan O'Brien. Then he was supposed to take over the late sh- uh, the Tonight Show for Jay Leno. And then, uh, then they tried to push the Tonight Show back and give Jay Leno his show back. And – they were like, no, that's not going to happen. And so then Conan O'Brien was like, no, I'm just going to leave and you guys have to pay me out my entire contract. And so NBC lost, I don't know, it was like between 50 and $200 million. Or we would something. never wildly speculate something on the show. Um, <laughs> but in between one and $380 million. But yeah, but then, <laughs> but then he went over to TBS and they paid him a whole bunch of money. And yep. he had a, a late night show on TBS for a long time. It was an hour originally. And then they a couple years half, ago, uh, they cut it to a half hour, which, you know, the writing was on the wall at that point. Once you go from an hour to a half hour, you know something's up. Oh. And now he's finally ending his show. Looking at you, sex life. Um, I love Conan O'Brien, but I do not love... He was always known for wearing a suit. Yeah. He always was like with the suit and tie guy. And recently, he started wearing like a leather jacket. And uh, one <laughs> one episode I was recently watching, he was wearing an ascot. And it was like, Conan, what are you doing? He's like trying to stay hip, but it's like, dude, just wear a suit. That's what we like about you, mm. is that you. everybody looks good in a suit, Chuck. Mm. Even you. You clean up real nice, I live Chuck. As seen in the boob tube. Yeah, mm. you look really good in a suit. But so Conan O'Brien's show is going to be ending. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, is this the end of Conan O'Brien? No, he's well, going to No, this. he still has a podcast. Yeah. Well, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. And he, he inked a deal with HBO Max. He's going to do a weekly streaming variety TV show. Oh, sweet. So it's probably going to be something similar to Late Night with Conan O'Brien, but it's just going to be once a week, and it's going to be on HBO Max. So as if you already didn't have enough reasons to sign up for HBO Max. Or to use Vince Fody's account. or to, <laughs> Give me a call, 808-873-3435. I'll give you my password to my HBO account. Uh, so, yeah, it's Conan O'Brien. So the final episode is ending June 24th. Um, also, if you have Hulu, oh, first of all, did you watch the Bo Burnham special that I was telling you about? Still have not seen it. Everyone's telling me to watch did it. Did you at least watch the videos that I sent you? No. The YouTube videos? Nope. Why? Uh, I wouldn't have sent it I'm to sorry. you if it wasn't worth your all time. Right. You don't have four minutes to spare to watch something that I sent you? Rude. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I've been on a big Bo Burnham kick lately. and Big uh, Bo Burnham kick right here on KAKU. And Bo Burnham has a movie that he produced and directed and wrote uh, about... A year, about filmed. a year or two ago, uh, no, this is Another this is a one. couple years ago. Uh, it's called Eighth Grade, and it's about what it's like oh, right. being a kid in eighth grade and that's dealing an with social media. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty good. It's actually available to watch on Hulu if you haven't seen it. Awesome. Wait, actually, I think you might need the Hulu Showtime package, so you might want to go to a website called Pirate Bay, um, which is where <laughs> I got it. Also, if you have Netflix, you should. Uh, I just recently watched Scott Pilgrim. Oh, it's a good movie. I had never seen it before. It was one of those movies that I always meant to watch but never got around to it. Spoiler alert. It's so, kind of cartoony but really cool. Yeah, it's and so that's show. on that's on Netflix. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. Masters of None. Season three. The He's new season is fantastic. If you haven't seen that, definitely watch that on Netflix. Uh, and there's a new show called Sweet Tooth. 
Oh, I'm excited. On Netflix. It's about it's based on a DC comic series about um there's hybrids, like, right? Yeah, there's like a whole plague that happens and at the same time all these animal hybrid kids start being born. So deer children. Yeah, and like Antlers, the people are bro. trying the pe- society is broken down and they blame the hybrids for the plague so they're like hunting them. Uh-huh. So this kid has to kind of like stay hidden and Will Forte's in the first episode. He plays his dad. Nice. If you haven't seen The Bad Batch, I just watched the first episode of that, and it's pretty good. It takes place like right at the end of where Clone Wars leaves off. Star Wars universe really expanding. I know. There's so much good Star Wars content. There's never been a better time to People be a Star Wars fan. People think it's just now, though, but they've had Star Wars books forever that went really into far branches. Yeah, and comics. Yeah. Yeah, so there's so much Star Wars content. Guys, right, it's time Club. to jump into the best part of the show. Gluttony Club was presented by, or no, spoiler alert, was presented in part by Jeremy Irons. Irons, you'll be impressed. With Jeremy's irons. Spoiler alert. It's presented in part by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Got a big project to tackle. It's Hamill time. Uh, spoiler alert was also brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. All right. So uh, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Are you ready, Chuck? I was born ready. All right. Our first question comes from Mike in Chicago. Mike wants to know who, who, who? Who had a famous nip slip while performing with Justin Timberlake during the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, my God. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, Give me a guess. He sees Mariah Carey. No, it was Janet Jackson. Oh, my God. Janet Jackson. Big old nip slip. All right, our second question comes from Danielle in Tampa Bay. I'm ashamed. Danielle wants to know, what is the brand name? Of the iconic Little Red Wagon. You know those Little Red Wagons? It's a Red Rider. No. Nope. Oh. You're not doing too good, Chuck. No. It's a Radio Flyer. Ah, a dumb movie about about it. Yeah, that movie is not good. Like Bruce Willis is like a retarded kid in that movie. All right, well, now you're definitely not going to get this one because the third question is a sports question. Oh, and the first one wasn't? (laughs) No, that was about nipples. All right. Our third question comes from Alyssa in Makoal. Alyssa wants to know, <laughs> soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo accidentally caused a $4 billion drop in the market value of what beverage company the other day? Coca-Cola. It was Coca-Cola. <laughs> he put the Coca-Cola bottle off screen and held up a water bottle and said, drink water. And Coca-Cola's <laughs> market value dropped $4 billion. <laughs> but you got one out of three, Chuck. Oh, my God. I feel so dumb. And that also means that that's the end of our show. It's the end of you. What a great show we had today. You're a great show. Oh, you got me in my dongle. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to KFKU. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing, being a part of the Biscuit and Gravy universe, everybody. Gravy gals like Biscuit Boys. Mahalo for everything. Vincent Bodie, I'll catch you next week. Same gravy place, same biscuit time. And from me to you, aloha. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs>